It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning. It is time for Utah Car Sense here on The Zone Sports Network. As you heard, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. I am Austin Horton here today at the Southtown store, live on location with the big man on campus, Roger Miller. Or Parkin. <laughs> Roger Parkin. I think that's the first time you've messed up the I've, intro in years. 22 uh, months, I think, is the, the count. Roger Miller. <laughs> he's, he's made a, 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 a decision in his personal life. He's taken on the Miller's last name. Uh, I think I'll pass. <laughs> I, could, I would never be able to write Roger Miller. It just... Would never come Wouldn't off. flow. That, that's I, mean, I, I've, I haven't called Jeff Mark Miller in two years. Yeah. And I've never called you Roger no, Miller. No, you've so, done it right. So I've switched from messing up Jeff to, <laughs> to you. So well, if you're going to mess up, you might as well mess up me. I'm not the one paying <laughs> the bills. So. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm great. It's good to see you alive and in person for yes. the first time in, what, eight months? It's very strange. Both yeah. of us are... are uh, without spectacles as well, which is very strange. <laughs> uh, the the mask fogs up the glasses. And, exactly. And uh, you gotta you gotta adjust and get through, and, and we'll make it. Uh, we're here today live to talk about the Share the Love event to celebrate that great. It's been 13 years. 13 years, and by the time this year is over, 200 million dollars from Subaru. That is Incredible. ridiculous. That's that's so fun. 200 million plus to charities across the country. Yep. And, of course, uh, you always have the, the local charities we to do. choose from here as well. Uh, and uh, just to remind everyone, between now and is it January 4th? Yeah, January 4th is Share the Love event. And for every new car s- sold, Subaru is donating $250 to hopefully most of our hometown charities. That's We'd love to support them, or there's five national charities. And then we, for the first time, we've always matched part, but for the first time we're matching dollar for dollar, $250 per car. When Jeff uh, told me that a couple weeks ago, I yeah, was pretty incredible Because it's always been very generous. You've bumped it up to, to a total of 300 Yep. But now you're matching 100%. 100%. So, so $500 for every car, that, new car that we sell. That's so, so cool. And the two local charities this year are new to me. Uh, you know, in the past you've had some that were really good and, and really cool, but I had heard of them. I had never heard of Fit to Recover yeah. or Spy Hop, and both of them with their missions and what they what they stand for is they're, really, really cool. They're pretty in- incredible. Fit to Recover, um, their mission is to provide a safe place for people recovering from substance abuse to connect and heal through fitness, creative expression, nutrition, and community service. Then Spy Hop, kind of the opposite end of the spectrum a little bit, is, is a mission to mentor young people in the digital media arts to help them find their voice, what, tell their yeah. stories, and be empowered to affect positive change in lives, communities, and the world. So, so that they can take over my job and do it better. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, you know, that's, that's, I, I told Jeff, I wish something like that was around when I was a youngster. Yeah. Maybe I'd be better at my job. And so, and, and so <laughs> the donation helps kids that maybe wouldn't be able to afford to do that. Exactly. They get to do that and fulfill their uh, destinies and dreams. Exactly. Yeah, it gives them more opportunity. And the fit to recover, uh, I, I don't know if you know any addicts. Uh, I assume we all know at oh, least I an addict. we all know one or two. Or we are an addict. It, uh, indeed. And uh, it's so important in recovery 
to not just a lot of people I think look at recovery as or rehab or whatever as a check. Oh, you did that. You're good to move on. Oh, no, it's, it's a it's, daily. It's a lifelong daily, hour by hour, minute by minute commitment to. And, yeah, and you got to replace it with something, something healthy. Yep. And so this exercising recovery, fit to recover yep. as the company, that that's a terrific mission. Absolutely. So every time a new Subaru is sold or leased between now and January 4th, once again, Subaru is donating $250 mm-hmm. to these charities, and then Jeff and Mark Miller is donating another two fifty. Yep. So $500 per purchase or lease of a new Subaru at Mark Miller Subaru. E- either location. We're here yep. at the Southtown store today, but you got the Midtown store as well. Yep. And uh, like we said, it's the 13th year, and we'll be talking a lot about that. We'll get into more details about Fit to Recover and Spy Hop uh, throughout the show today. Uh, but we, Roger, it's been so long since you and I have spoken <laughs> that uh, I, first of all, I forgot your name. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, you gave me a new one, you know. <laughs> and secondly, <laughs> uh, I have not been inside your store in probably a year. At least. If not longer. Yeah. I think it may have been the last Share the Love event. I last think it year. probably was. Uh, and we had, you know, these, these great grand plans this spring to do oh. a big bash and a big celebration. And uh, that, as everyone has experienced, got put on hold. hold. (laughs) Yeah, it did. It It went online. It went virtual, (laughs) yeah. Uh, And so we haven't been – we've been doing the show via Zoom uh, virtually, uh, and now we're here in person. And I wanted to just check on you. And How is everything, both personally and professionally? I think better than we have a right to expect. Really? Honestly. Good. It's been – we had an incredible – I mean, obviously, COVID's had its effects on everything. Sure. Um, I think the new normal is, it is what it is, and people are adjusting. I mean, you, know, you can look in the showroom today, and it's a lot of excitement, and you can hear a lot of buzzing going on, and um, I think people have adjusted. I think the good thing that's come out of COVID for me personally is just slowing your life down and really realizing what's important. Yeah. You know, you're not running out to movies and there's not a lot of stuff to go do because it's been closed down or <laughs> to me it doesn't feel safe but mm. uh yeah and i think i hope what everyone has taken away from this uh at least if they take just one thing i'd like there to be more tolerance taken from this for other people's choices yeah and beliefs and, and because every one of us has a different level of concern mm-hmm. or uh, uh, if you want to use the word fear, which I don't choose to use that word, but everyone feels differently about the <coughs> current world around this virus. And I think that we have to learn the lesson that it's the same in any aspect of life. Right now we're oh, talking absolutely. about COVID, but this, these principles can apply to religion, to orientation, to what brand of car you want to drive. To what if you're an Android or iPhone user. Yeah. Well, nah. No. Nah. <laughs> we can't have you, all the tolerance. You, you, you drew a line there in the sand. <laughs> you're, you're there with your MacBook. <laughs> I'm, I'm fully Appleized. And, you know. and I'm here with my Lenovo. Yeah. Uh, Lenovo. I don't even know. But it's I've got Lenovo. my Android, and you're never going to pry it out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> oh, and Johnny's got his Mac. Uh, but the the point being, everyone has different choices, different beliefs on every topic. Oh, and absolutely. I hope we all just take away some tolerance going forward. You know, I hope so. You know, you look at the the political environment we just came out of. It's very far right, far left. 
two shall never meet. Mm. And hopefully listen to Biden's uh, speech there when he acknowledged that he'd, he'd hit the number of electoral votes. It was very conciliatory. You know, so hopefully we can change the rhetoric just a little bit next little bit. Yeah, and we talk about, you and I talk about this all the time. It really starts just small it in does. our day-to-day Absolutely. going about. Like, we can, you can get all up in, in arms and fear and fights over who the president is or isn't and on and on. But really, and Scott Gerard, our, our fearless leader at The Zone, put it well, the people that matter are your neighbors, your friends, your family. Yeah. who you're going to interact with a lot more Absolutely. than the president or the governor or the mayor of your town. It's like we've talked before. One of my best friends, he and I are so politically opposite. Mm. But that's one small part of who we are. Yeah. I mean, it's just it doesn't color the rest of the relationship. Good. It makes for some great dis- discussions. <laughs> right. And, and, <laughs> and great thoughts. And, you know, it's it's. I don't think anyone's right one way or the other. There's some truth in the middle. And, and that's so important to be able to have someone you can – disagree with healthy yeah you can in a healthy disagree, way yeah, yeah. you yep. can have a good fun conversation and and still like each other in the end speaking of disagreeing uh you won't <laughs> you won't uh disagree with uh the the pricing and the the opportunities you have at mark miller subaru starting with the promise price program which now you guys are in what your fourth year how long has it been for uh, promise pricing been, three i think it's five five it's wow five and it's just the way that yeah, it's... Yeah, we, we started on April, April Fool's Day, which was <laughs> always the best way to start something. I didn't realize in, in that. In hindsight, it was probably not the best day to start <laughs> it, but it's been... Let's see, I've been out here for two... It's, I think we're in five. And you, uh, you were, we were just talking before the show, you're a 30-year vet. A 30-year vet. I have seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between in this business. And uh, promise boy, pricing is... The um, way you wish it had always been done? No, you know, n- honestly, no. I told Mark no for 16 years to yeah. promise price. <laughs> That's how long he was trying to do it? Yeah, you he, were the one standing in the way, Roger? I was one of the ones standing in the way for a long time, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't see how it could work. And, you know, we had an opportunity to go up, and, and really the one that pushed me over the edge is Wilsonville uh, Toyota up in Portland. They were one price, and they are one price, one person all the way through. Hmm. But... Uh, just the the process in in here talking with their customers and and seeing how it actually worked and plus you also have enough information now where I think you can price things competitively and make sense of it and yeah you know it, it the neat thing has happened since we went to Promise Prices we took the focus off of the product and put it on the customer and the customer experience right so it gives you a much better experience. Um, and really, if you look at the surveys, only 18% of the public wants to negotiate. The rest want to be treated fairly, and I think that's skewed. As you get into the younger generations, that's skewed even further with you know all the digital online and you know there's the price you buy it, you get it, you don't, you don't. And so instead, and then we took we don't pay ourselves our product specialist commission anymore. Um, so it took the focus off of what car gives them the most money because there's always a car on some lot that has a huge flat or huge commission for the salesperson. And you can always tell what it is when you walk <laughs> on lot because you'll see almost every salesperson walk their customer, whether they want that type of car or not. <laughs> hey, let me show you what I got over I'm here. I'm here for a new minivan. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me show, let me show you, you this. Let me show you this Mini Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But you can always, but so you know, whether we sell a you know $3,000 mechanic special car to a $40,000 know, $40, plus dollar cent, they get paid the same. And they're paid to find 
the product that works the best for you, not for their paycheck. And I think uh, the skepticism of that is slowly but surely uh, melting away, but there's still some out there that might hear that. And we've been trained yep. as consumers in the auto world to roll our eyes and go, yeah, 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 but where's the big <laughs> but here? And wh- what's the catch? And, I, I, you know, you can hear a commercial every 10 seconds somewhere in this world from a, a big, big sale at the yep. car dealership today. And my two times uh, now leasing for Mark Miller Subaru, Roger, has been nothing but fun. Awesome. And it should be that way That's because it shouldn't be. And the, the other three cars I purchased before that, it was not fun. No. It was miserable. Yeah. And I, I save up all this money, and I plan really well, <laughs> and I have a budget, and it should be an exciting reward, and I should be able to drive that car every day and feel great about it. And I, until I came to you guys, it didn't happen. Yeah, and, you know, we've always tried to give a better experience than the competitor down the street, but really that final transition is going to Promise Price and figuring out how to make the process more customer-driven, more customer-centric if you will, yeah, and bring the fun back. Because, honestly, going to car dealerships right up there with going to your dentist to have a cavity filled. <laughs> and the dentist is probably higher on the list. And Let's the be dentist, honest about it. And my dentist is my best friend, <laughs> and I still you don't still ever want to see him. Yeah. Hate him. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, and instead, you're flipping the, the industry over. And I, yeah. think, I think 10 years from now, you're going to see the majority I, going that way? You know, it's interesting. I don't know that you will. D- you don't think so? I, I don't. Mm. Even with only, you said, 18% want to negotiate? But also you got, this is the way we've always done it. This is the way we're always going to do it. You know, it's the kiss of death in any type of business long term. Yeah. But you saw, you know, CarMax has done it from the get-go. But CarMax was a company that evolved out of Circuit City. I didn't know 80s. that. Yeah, back in the 80s. It, you know, they, they, they looked at their inventory control and thought, yeah, you could apply this to the car business. Car business is so antiquated, and that's where CarMax started back in the mid-'80s. God, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, now look at Circuit City. It's no longer. <laughs> no, uh, and CarMax is one of the largest used car dealerships, you know, franchises or dealerships around. Yeah. So. And they do the promise price thing? They do one price. Huh. Yep. I didn't know that. They have done that forever and ever and ever. In fact, uh, one of our product specialists came to us from CarMax. Wow. Uh, was a manager there. Completely different animal than what. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, and the other thing we need to talk about before we get into some news is we've talked all all summer and fall about the need for inventory. Yep. And when I it's drove finally up, here. When I drove up here, I looked around <laughs> and went, they're full. What are they talking about? <laughs> you weren't lying to me. No, we were not. I just timed there, my there, visit There were well. no cars on the parking structure. There none? Were no c- none. Zero. Other than employee cars parked. How many spots in that structure? Do you remember? There's a hundred and about 105 spots up on top. Okay. 105 down below. So we're talking 210 spots empty. Well, not down below. There was service cars. That's what we parked service. But up on top, 105 up there. Wow. We've been running with uh, 80 to 90 new cars in stock. And today I have 190 sitting there. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. And and that was, of course, uh, in large part due to the factories and and supply chains shutting down. That demand far exceeded what any of us ever anticipated. I mean, you, you know, March... When COVID hit and they announced all the restrictions, we went down to working our employee half half crews every other day. Hmm. You know, so 
um, it makes it really hard to be consistent and give us, you know, get into any rhythm. And it sounds like anything else is a rhythm. You, you know, you're in it every day. You do yeah. it. You're on, you're on spot. You, you know, you know what's going on. Um, we went that way, um, what, March, all of April. And all of a sudden, the first week of May, it was like, we can't do we got to bring everyone back. We had we couldn't provide customers with the service they deserved. Right. We got ran over. Yeah. And so we brought everybody back, but we, we've never laid off a soul. You know, they all got their wages throughout all this, even though they weren't working. And, uh, and we've actually added a ton of employees. During the, the during, pandemic? During, during the last eight months, we've added a bunch of employees. Wow, that's great. And then just uh, in the last, I think, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, our starting wage now is 15 bucks an hour. Really? Yeah. That's the minimum wage. That's the minimum. That Mark that's Miller the minimum Mark Miller wage is fifteen bucks an hour, and it, you know it goes up to seventeen by three years. You know, I've read you can't do that, Roger. The economics that's and what the, the, the flow charts. You know, you know I, I beg to differ with them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I think what there's intri- intrinsic cost in hiring people and training them, and then losing them and doing that process over and over and over again. You're better off spending the money, giving them a livable wage, training them, giving them tools. Give them a, a path, you know, a career path that they can grow throughout their life. Yeah. It's much cheaper to pay people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, a, a happy employee is a bargain oh, for a, a, a business owner. That's, that's, absolutely. That's the – people might look at uh, the – the benefit package and how it, how expensive it is to, to give your employees raises. No, it's actually a really, really good bargain. It's a good investment. Yeah, there's a good way. Yeah, it's a great yeah. investment. Yeah. People are your biggest and best investment you do because, you know, Mark's philosophy has always been take care of the employees, they take care of the customers, profits follow. Well, yeah. You know, so. It makes sense to me. It does make sense, but, you know, it's just not mm-hmm. – it's not agreed upon by yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> so as far as the inventory goes, if someone uh, has a need or a wish at Subaru. We have a really good supply now. You yeah. finally can get most of what you want. Have you have we ever talked about cars as Christmas gifts? No. The, you know, cars as Christmas gifts. This That's is tricky, a fun time. isn't it? No, it's, a fun, it's actually a lot of fun. Is it? Um. I've been involved with lots of cars for Christmas gifts, having done one for my wife years and years ago. Okay. That got Mark. As a surprise? <laughs> as a surprise. See, that's what I meant by tricky. How do you how do you get into a new vehicle as a surprise? Well, that's you know, it's <laughs> 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 for me, you know, I had everything ready to go and we used to have a employee family Christmas lunch just before Christmas and I had my wife had looked at this car sitting on the showroom floor for six months and, you know, it's just been, I want it, I want it, I want it. No, 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 not going to get it. <laughs> and uh, had it sitting there with bow on and, and uh, her ex-husband happens to work for happened to work for me down there. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's long, a subject. I hired him long after we, you know, she and I got together. But <laughs> well, even that's even more ju- juicy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, they had to live around the corner from us. So. Have you been on Maury about this? Stuff <laughs> no. Yet? no, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she came, you know, she came in and saw her ex-husband. Goes, boy, who who's getting that for a Christmas gift? She says, oh, I've got it sold later. 
I had Mark walk up to her with the keys and said, you know, hey, someone told me you've been a really good girl th- this year, and this car is yours. <laughs> she punched <laughs> Mark in the arm. <laughs> 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 I told her I could never I could never outdo this Christmas gift, so don't ever expect it. <laughs> right. That's that's the top. That was, that was the peak. That's all downhill. Every, th- every year after will be a disappointment, yes. <laughs> but, no, we've, I've, we've ran tons of cars out to people's houses, got bows for them. You don't see it quite as much anymore, it doesn't seem like, or they don't tell you what they're doing. Hmm. But you usually on Christmas Eve, we'll sell five or six cars before we leave. That That's terrific. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's kind of one of those fun and interesting things in the car business. Well, and probably the uh, before I before I uh, leased with you guys, I was a dyed-in-the-wool, raised to buy nothing but right. Honda. Yep. I was and a Honda's Honda. Honda's a great car. Sure, wonderful machine. Great car. But I never really bought into the all-wheel drive difference until I experienced it in winter. Yep. <laughs> and when that first, that very first snowstorm in my Crosstrek three and a half years ago now, uh, I, I said I'll never not have an all-wheel yeah. drive. This is it's like it's game changer. It changes everything. So it's been interesting because you know I got into the business in '91 and Toyota built an all-wheel drive Camry and a Corolla Alltrack. Mm. Back then, and a Previa all-wheel drive van. A what? A Previa. It looked Previa. like an upside-down huh. jelly bean. It's it actually really cool. An upside-down jelly bean, like the Wienermobile? Yeah, or exactly. <laughs> but Just flipped on it. Okay. It was a mid-engine car. You sat on top of the motor. <laughs> neat, neat car. You could put in a four-by-eight. It's a warm ride. <laughs> yeah, you could put a four-by-eight piece of plywood on the floor of it. Wow. With That's the seats down, and, you know, the back seats up and the middle seats out. So unique vehicle. You got a full size bed exactly. in the back there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but the Camry all wheel drive was a it was a dog. Huh. It couldn't get out of its own way and they finally discontinued it when they redesigned the Camry ninety two. But it's interesting, we're coming full circle. Nissan has their ultimate that's all wheel drive. Toyota's come back with an all wheel drive Camry. Yeah. So it's made a resurgence across the board and lexus has a lot of all-wheel drive cars now yeah so it's just it's and while we're talking about christmas gifts and the weather obviously can change on a dime around here (laughs) it's it's uh if you haven't i'm sure a lot of people have but if you haven't experienced the all-wheel drive experience in the snow you deserve a a chance to see the difference between uh, your your front wheel rear wheel drive versus the all-wheel drive absolutely absolutely well, we're here at uh, the Southtown store uh, in the Auto Mall, the Southtown Auto Mall. Uh, we've got a great, a great selection of inventory on the lot, but we're talking a lot today about the Share the Love event, the 13th year that Subaru is doing. Now, is this the 13th year for Subaru or for Mark Miller? Subaru? 13th year for Subaru. So as a this brand. Is a, Subaru started this at the, at the peak of the um, recession. So 2007, 2008. 2008. Yeah. Totally wow. counterintuitive. Um, I'm not sure who the brilliant person that came up with the idea because, I mean, look at commercials out there. Every commercial pretty much is screaming, deal, deal, deal. You know, you got 84 months at 0%. Hmm. You have, you know, it's, and this is about $5,000 off. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, um Drive a depreciated vehicle off our lot today. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. They all depreciate, let's be honest. Sure. About it. But, you know, anytime you see big discounts like that, 
your resale value on your car is taking that same hit. Right. You know, it's just it's just a fact of life. You're making a trade off there. Yeah. That's you know. Uh, but uh, with, with the idea that uh, you, you have the, as you said, counterintuitive plan during a recession to sell cars uh, but donate from the profits of that to charity. Right. And 13 years later, we're going to cross the $200, 200 million, million dollar threshold. It's incredible. And in, uh, in a kind of an anniversary type feel, on the 13th year of a counterintuitive plan. <laughs> Mark Miller <laughs> is stepping up and no, not just donating another $50 to local charities for every sell, sold uh, new car, but they're matching 100% yep. for $500 yep. per car sold yep. or leased. New car sold new, or leased. New, 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 new Subaru. Now through uh, January 4th. Yep. So you got plenty of time. You got. Oh, uh, get down here now. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> you've no, got, you got plenty of time. You've got plenty of time. That, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of promise price. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's today or the thirty first of December. The price is the same. Yeah, you'll be you'll be taken you'll be taken care, care of. Care of. Uh, and then you'll take care of great charities, uh, yep. including Fit to Recover and Spyhop, which yep. we'll tell you more about those charities as we go throughout the show today. We have to get to this General Motors news. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't like politicians that flip-flop. Yeah, this com- they, they flip-flopped hard. General Motors has uh, had a change of heart, depending on who you ask. We've got to talk about that. And we've got some good feel-good holiday-type car stories to get to as well as we go throughout the show. He's Roger Parkin. <laughs> got it right this time. <laughs> I'm Austin Miller. No, just there you kidding. go. Austin Horton. Johnny Lightfoot, our tech today. Eric Jensen producing for us. We're at the Southtown Automall. We'll be back on Utah Car Center. Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Center with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. On 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, Utah Car Sense. Happy Saturday morning. We're wrapping up November here. Hope everyone had a nice, fun, and healthy, socially distant. Not that I'm judging, but I kind of am. Thanksgiving. Hopefully everyone is doing our part and stemming the tides here so we can get uh, through to better times. But I, I do sincerely hope you had a great Thanksgiving and uh, took the time to look around and see how blessed we really, truly are. I'm Austin Horton here with Roger Parkin. General Sales Manager here at the Southtown Store in the Auto Mall. And uh, joining us now from Fit to Recover is Vachelle. Hello. Good Hi. morning. I got, I got your name right. You did, yes. I messed up Roger's name. Uh, that's okay. Have all the names to get right, <laughs> that's the more important so, one. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I messed your name off, off air. I messed it up. But I got it right on air, Vachelle, <laughs> with Fit to Recover. He, he's a quick learner. <laughs> that's well, good. I, don't, no one's ever accused me of that. And I, and I don't appreciate the accusation. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Fit to Recover. Subaru, this is the 13th year that Subaru is doing the Share the Love event. And every year here, uh, they, each store picks a couple of local charities to donate to. And this year, you've been selected at Fit to Recover as one of the two local charities by Mark Miller Subaru. Yes. Just real simply, what is Fit to Recover? What is, what is that? Fit to Recover is a nonprofit community center and gym for people in recovery from substance misuse. Um, so as long as you have 24 hours of sobriety, you're more than welcome to come to the community center and 
participate in one of our awesome programs that we have. How, how many gyms are there around here? So we just have the one center, um, 789 West, 1390 South, um, okay. near the Glendale Rec Center. Oh, perfect. Um, so it's a nice 5,500-square-foot 5, building. Nice. We offer fitness programs, um, nutrition education programs, uh, creative arts, and then community service as a way to give back to the greater good. And you said this is for those who are re- on their path to recovery yeah, from so misuse. Any, yeah, anyone in any stage of recovery. So we deal, we work with clients that are currently in treatment at 15 local treatment centers, um, and then as you know, inpatient, outpatient, um, and then those who have one day to 30 plus years of, yeah. of sobriety. Awesome. I was talking to Roger earlier. I, I would be willing to bet that everybody listening to us knows an addict. Absolutely. Someone's been affected. At least one. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm married to one, uh, and she's 13 years sober now. Congratulations uh, and, oh. to her. And when yeah. she told me when we were dating and she told me she thought I was going to run, but what that did was made me fall in love with her <laughs> because th- th- people, those people are heroes. Yep. These are people that uh, there's, a, there's a negative stigma around, oh, I'm an addict. No, 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 no. Okay. You're a human yeah. is what you are. And it sounds like Fit to Recover has that same mindset and offers a place for people to feel human Absolutely. while they're on recovery. A- absolutely. Um, we Honestly, the, the community center is just a, a place to trick people into becoming friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now the secret's out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a safe place for people to connect um, with one another, hold each other accountable through your recovery. And, I mean, it's a no-judge place. Awesome. If, you, if you relapse, we're not going re- to judge you. You yeah. are human. Um, we, whatever caused you to go um, down that road. Yeah. We just want to help you in your recovery. We all know that we suffer from trauma, <laughs> some yes. sort of trauma. Mm-hmm. That's usually the underlying cause for addiction. Yeah. Um, and so we just want to help you by offering you friends and programs that will help maintain that recovery. What about the science of uh, exercising and, and physical fitness? What's the science behind? How, does, how do those things play into recovery from addiction? There are so many studies that show uh, a positive correlation between exercise and staying fit and good nutrition um, and, you know, long-term recovery. Um, I'd be happy to find some specific no, studies that's, for you. That's but great. Yeah. yeah. So uh, all of our programs are evidence-based. So, you sure. know, we're, we offer 30-plus um, exercise classes a week wow. um, for huh. members. We have over 130 um, community members. And then... Part of those classes are for people in treatment. So we have treatment, excuse me, treatment centers that come to the gym, or we have trainers go to their facilities since COVID. It's um, some treatment centers aren't comfortable coming, which is absolutely yeah, yeah. fine. So yeah. uh, and, and the idea of replacing, uh, you have to do something with your time, especially when you're looking to recover and replacing with a healthy uh, activity like going to a gym and tricking, getting tricked into making friends, uh, as, as you said earlier. I'm worried, though, if someone out there is listening and thinking, you know, that sounds like something that could help me on my path to recovery, but I'm not in the best physical shape and I don't see myself as a gym rat. Is this open to all walks or do you have to be in physical uh, be physically fit to come to fit to recover? You do not have to be physically active. We will meet you where you are at. Um, 
at, so the classes are open style fitness classes. You have a trainer who um, will accommodate all exercise movements to meet you at your at your level. It's not competition style, so it's not like a CrossFit. You know, hmm. we it's more team building. So That's I good. go, you go. Um, so you know, while you're exercising, doing your movements, I'll be there, standing there to encourage you, um, support you, and mm. then it's my turn and. That's your, your, right. your turn to give me the moral support. So whether you're a Navy SEAL or shaped like a SEAL, <laughs> you can, you can uh, <laughs> fit in about me that way. Absolutely. Awesome. How do people get a hold of you? How do they get involved? Um, you can find us at fittorecover.org. You can give us a call, 801-410-8988. Um, yeah. Anyone e- welcome. Just walk in. or 24 hours of sobriety. Okay. Um, but, you know, I personally am not in recovery, but I work there, and I love working out there. I love supporting the mission, and I love I love helping people, so that's why I'm there. Sounds like a rewarding job. It is. Thank very, you. very rewarding. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. And, uh, you did great. It. Yeah, thanks. You were nervous. You I didn't was. Need to be. <laughs> I was very nervous. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to, like, sneak in a Now, what's your pin sports? number? No, no. Okay. <laughs> You had to ruin it. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Michelle from uh, Fit to Recover. And uh, what an incredible mission. What a that's great awesome. spot, Roger. That's a, that's a wonderful. And yep. uh, you, as we mentioned with Michelle at the start, every year you guys at Mark Miller, uh, Subaru allows each store to pick a local charity or yep. two. And you, cho- you guys chose Fit to Recover as one of the two local charities. Yep. And every new car bought or leased, for new Subaru, bought or leased uh, from Mark Miller between now and January 4th. $250 gets donated from Subaru. $250 gets donated from Mark Miller Subaru. Correct. And they, you can, I see the boxes here. You've got a token uh, on, a, on a ribbon, and you get to then pick yep. which of the local charities that goes to. Yeah, or you can pick the national charity. We don't force you. We, we encourage you to pick the local charities, <laughs> keep the money home. Yeah. But the national charities that uh, Subaru has picked is Meals on Wheels, which I think everybody knows. And then Especially Park. this year. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How, they save lives every year, Meals on Wheels. They, they've saved lives for, I don't, they've been around, I don't know, 80, 90, 100 years. Yeah, but is, is this, this, year, this year it's even more important. Oh, that. goodness gracious, right. Uh, national Park Foundation, you know, they partner with the parks to keep them up and running. Uh, Not on fire. <laughs> Not on, well, fire, they can't do anything. Subaru's big thing they they, they did with the Yellowstone and uh, on Yosemite. No, was it Yosemite Glacier? No, it was up in Alaska. Um, oh, Denali. Uh, Denali. Denali. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, they they tried to help them go to zero waste in the landfill, and it's it's thousands of tons of garbage they've kept out of the landfills. Wow. The goal of zero waste at our national park, that's a goal. Well, it, the Subaru's factory is zero waste. I mean, this place covers 10, 20 acres, wow. and they do not produce an ounce of waste out of it. That's incredible. It all yeah, gets reused really or repurposed. Huh? Yep. Wonderful. Then Make-A-Wish Foundation, and then, of course, the to the pets, the a- ASPCA. So. Yep, uh, all terrific, uh, wonderful organizations. Absolutely. But uh, we, we sure love uh, the local uh, Fit yes, to Recover. And later we'll learn more about Spy Hop as well. well and especially this year with uh, COVID, you know, people, are, they're more financially challenged and donations everywhere, from what I've read, are down. Yeah. So anything we can do to give back and help out people in, in need would be muchly appreciated. Did you see, you know who Andy Larson is by chance? He's, he's the uh, jazz beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune. Okay. 
Yep. Uh, and uh, during the uh, this year, he's been doing double duty as the lead uh, pandemic writer he's at the th- Tribune. He's done a great job. He has. For that. Just incredible. He's totally he's non-biased. Here's the facts. And he owes it all to me, really, oh, because uh, I let him host with me on the Saturday show. Your, your humility, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just amazing. He owes it all to me in the fact that he, I let him try radio, and he said, no, I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he, the other day, he tweeted out that he had this coin jar that all of us have. We throw our yep. spare change in it. He went to one of those machines, and, and it was over $160. Yeah, that's just been sitting there. And he... Eric, we still on air? You still got us, Eric? Well, we'll just keep going. Yeah, we'll keep going for 10 we are. We'll drop for a second, but we're back. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, well, uh, we were talking about Andy Larson, and he had this jar of $160 in coins, and he said, help me find someone who could use this this holiday season. Well, well not only did people step up and help him find people that can use it, but everyone kept matching the donation. Jeff wow. even got on, on board and yeah. said, add, add me to 250 uh, I saw that. They're up almost to $60,000 wow. in less than 13 hours. Amazing. Uh, just And so even though maybe official charity donations are down, it did my heart a lot of oh, good yeah. to see there's still a lot of uh, giving that needs to be done and is, being, is willing to be done this year. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, if you're looking for some place to get some joy out of, Give something away. I mean, there's not, no, no better. The person giving is a better gift than the person getting, I think. Well, and here uh, during the Share the Love event, you get both. Yep. You, you give get, and you, you get. get. <laughs> you get the best of all worlds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, let's talk about what General Motors made some waves yeah, with. Yeah, let's talk about General Motors. Got to love them. GM is switching sides in the legal fight against California's right to set its own clear air standards abandoning the Trump administration as the president's term nears its close. So to catch people up or to remind us all, this is, uh, this dates, this happens all, yes, every yes. administration, the the EPA and the, the gas mileage regulations and all, and Jeff puts it really well. And I think I've heard you say this too, Roger, is no one is against cleaning the air. No one is against Correct. reducing pollution. What they don't like as an industry in the auto world is, the moving target. Yeah, Some it, states it, will be this regulation. Others will be a different one. And so California is saying, let us set our own regulation here in California. And GM had been on the opposite side of that and, fighting and, against and it. California has done that for 30 years now. They've yeah. had CARB for 30 years. California Air. The smog before, check yeah. and all that stuff. Everyone so, knows I mean, that. They've had different emissions. I've been in the car business 30 years, and they've had different emissions for 30 years. Hmm. Uh, and so they were uh, on opposite sides, but now CEO Mary Barra, CEO of GM, said in a letter to the environmental groups that GM will no longer support the Trump administration in its defense against a lawsuit over its efforts against California standards. And on top of that, GM is urging other automakers to do the same. Now, there are some who look at this with one eyebrow raised and go, oh, you waited till the election was <laughs> over. in Absolutely. hand to do this. And Absolutely. That's, that's politics. Yes. That's how that that's is run. That's politically savvy on her part. <laughs> but but I, I think the interesting thing about California setting their standards is pretty much I think every super every super is 50-state emission vehicle. There's more than just California that – there's more states that use California's emission standards than just California now. 
I think we're up to 13 to 17 states that are CARB states, you know, the California emissions. Oregon, I think, is Oregon definitely, definitely is. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's why, you know, when Jeff uh, first got his hybrid Crosstrek, he had to get it from some a CARB state. Yes, yes. But now you guys can get them in. We don't get them allocated to us. I have one here on the ground that we brought in for a customer that backed out, but we brought in from California. But there's ways to get those. There in. are yeah. ways to get them. They're and you've trained your service techs to be able to service they them. They can service them. You know, we're, we're if there were more supply, sure. we could sell some more. Which there will be, eventually. At some point in time, yes. Uh, but it's those type of things that uh, then you, if you want a certain car, you have to get it from somewhere else. And this is what California and everyone else is kind of fighting against is give us one standard. One cohesive. That's, uh, that everyone can work yeah. with from Hawaii to Alaska to Nebraska to yeah. Utah. Yeah, it certainly is more efficient to be able to build one standard. The, the other problem with, you know, the hit the targets being raised and lowered, and I think most car manufacturers have just gone with, we're going to stick to what was proposed originally before uh, Trump played with it, because you know it's going to swing back as soon as a different, pres- yep. a different administration takes over. I can't remember. What was Obama's administration goal? Was it 55 I think it was miles 55, per gallon? Which, you know, the only way you're going to do that, I, I believe, is to some form of hybrid, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like our plug-in and hybrid cross-track. Um, they get incredible mileage if you're driving them around town. I, you know, George has one that he bought uh, not too long ago, and I was talking with him last. He's driven, last time I asked him, he's driven 900 miles and not even burned a quarter tank of fuel because he's driving on electric most of the time. He, you know, drives down State Street from his house to, to work and back, and um, as long as you aren't real aggressive, it'll stay in electric mode. And yeah. You're not using gas, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and last week we talked a lot about uh, different countries and different cities that are banning combustion sales by the year 2035. You know, I think it's a great goal. I don't – that might be enough time to do it. California is looking at doing it themselves. Yeah, they want 2020 – I think it was 2025, 2030. Yeah, uh, 2025. 2025 is a ridic- That's ambitious. Yeah. ridiculously ambitious no, uh, time frame to do it because you just don't have enough – production capacity doing that I mean, you got you've got tesla that's doing it and that's all they're doing yeah the fact that tesla's more you know higher value on the stock market than gm is a whole nother story but <laughs> a company that's not turn, not hard to turn a dime's worth of profit in its entire existence <laughs> yes right um <laughs> but that aside i mean the technology certainly is coming is it going to be there in five years i don't personally believe so and the, the other thing they've got to overcome and and Tesla's done a pretty good job of this, is you have to have range, especially out here in the West. Yeah. You know, if you can if you can only go two, 250 miles between charges and it takes how long to charge, you know, Tesla's combating that with, you know, being able to exchange battery packs. I don't think they're really doing much of that anymore. Yeah. But, you know, it takes about 10, 15 minutes to exchange a battery pack, about the same as gassing up. But to charge, you, you're going to take hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's hard to do a trip that way, exactly. especially here. I mean, you've driven some of the roads. <laughs> right. It, there's no services. There's no, there's certainly no charging stations around. I switched uh, to electric lawnmower and snowblower. I, I did that four year, five years ago. With the battery, the, the lithium-powered battery. Yeah. 
And uh, because, for two reasons, I didn't like storing and buying gasoline didn't for like my lawnmower like and snowblower. <laughs> the exhaust, when, when you're, especially in the winter when you're snowblowing your driveway, you're sucking down the poison that's coming out of the snowblower well, right that, back into your face. That, and I don't know about you, but usually if I'm snowblowing, it's, it's 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you don't want to really wake up your neighbors, but hey, what the heck. With the diesel power. <laughs> Space yeah, rockets. So yeah, we went, we went all electric five years ago, and I, you know, I actually hired a couple of kids to mow my lawn. My lawn, last time it was mowed was 9 o'clock at night, and it just sounds like a beehive buzzing. Exactly. So. Yep. I've, I've mowed my lawn in the dark yep. uh, many times. That and explains but, you know, all the holidays <laughs> in it. You know, it's not quite straight. Hey, it got mowed. I thought maybe you were drinking, but now I understand more. <laughs> uh, whichever explains it better. You yeah. can choose that. But uh, I love the idea of doing the same with my vehicle. But the difference is I can go uh, forever on a lawnmower battery. Yep. I can't go forever on a car No, battery. but and let's be honest. You don't go anywhere forever anyway. I mean, going to Provo is a long trip for you. For me? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not the road trip type. But <laughs> if, I, if I needed to get uh, to Southern California for yeah. a trip to Disneyland or whatever, I want to know that I'm going to be okay out in the middle of the desert if my battery dies. You're not right now. And right and now that, I'm that's not. The yeah. cha- so it's, it's an infrastructure time it takes to charge a battery you can argue the environmental impact of making batteries i mean there, there's a trade-off sure. for everything that we do you know fossil fuel powering the, the uh, power plants and stuff right there so there's trade-offs for everything we do but we need to do something can't just sit a around combination of some things yeah right <laughs> it's got to be more than i like that a combination of some, some things. things yes you know i think the plug-in hybrid uh vehicle is probably the wave of the future i think Just so because as well. it kind of gives you the best of both worlds uh so there you go the news of from gm flipping over to california's side on that and encouraging others to do so now there's not many others left from what i was reading it seems like uh ford and honda and volvo had already flipped gone on to california's side on this side on well, this i don't thing. know how you're going to fight something that's been going on for 30 plus years yeah and and so you'll see and, and california is going to do what california wants to do they've got one of the largest populaces in the u.s and california is going to california that's just yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be there's a reason everyone's immigrating out of, or migrating out of there <laughs> uh it's mark miller subaru presented or excuse me utah car sense <laughs> presented by mark miller subaru yeah it's mark miller subaru presented by utah car sense. <laughs> it works you know he's roger miller i'm austin lightfoot uh <laughs> During uh, the the Share the Love event, now through January 4th, every new Subaru bought or leased from Mark Miller Subaru gets $250 donated to a charity, and then that's matched by Mark Miller Subaru at $250 for $500 per donation. And we've got two great local charities, the Fit to Recover uh, spot that we heard from Vichelle earlier in this segment that we'll talk more about, and Spy Hop, which we need to get into some details on that coming up in hour number two. Also in hour number two, a topic that I had uh, thoughts from Jeff on last week, but I need to get Roger's thoughts on liability in self-driving cars. Ooh. Who who gets the finger point Ooh. and who gets the, uh, oh, that's not my problem. We'll get into that <laughs> and we'll talk uh, about the new BRZ.
the new BRZ got revealed a few weeks ago, and uh, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited nice. about it. That and more 